0: Hello and welcome to TikTok. This is a podcast where we normalize having tics, educate other people about tics and Tourette's, and destigmatize neurodiversity. So, hello, welcome to the podcast. Hi, it's Nora.
1: And I'm Zara.
0: And this is TikTok, the podcast.
1: Welcome everyone.
0: Yes, Hello. So today we're going to be talking about the different types of tic disorders, why it's important to have a distinction, and um, just sort of going in, um, not in depth, but just sort of explaining how the different tic disorders are different, what they're called, and again, why it's important to know the difference. Cool. Yep.
1: (laughs) So I was wondering, Nora, if you could tell us a little bit about the different tic disorders that are out there.
0: Okay. So there's persistent slash chronic motor or vocal tic disorder, Tourette's syndrome, provisional tic disorder, other other specified tic disorder, and unspecified tic disorder. So five different um, tic disorders that as I was doing my research, I came across these ones.
1: Yeah, and maybe you could just give us a brief reminder of why it's useful to be able to distinguish these disorders from one another.
0: Yeah, so first of all, the the um, different tick disorders can just, like, they depend on the way that the ticks present for how long they've had them for. Um, they can also affect um, what treatment options you're getting, um, and how how you can manage them, or even what types of ticks you have and what they're caused from.
1: Cool. What kind of tick disorder do you have?
0: I have provisional tick disorder. And so, let me read out the um, criteria for that. So, single or multiple motor and/or vocal tics. So, f- essentially, for this, you have to have both mo- motor and vocal tics. Um, you have to have developed your tics, um, um, before age eighteen, and you've had to have your tics for less than one year, and you cannot meet the criteria for Tourette's or chronic vocal slash motor tic disorder. And so, what's different about um chronic? Tic disorder is that it's quite similar to um Tourette's um especially with the time criteria in order to have chronic tick disorder you've had to have it for at least one year but with chronic tick disorder you can only have um motor or vocal tics, you cannot have both, and that's how it's different to Tourette's, because with Tourette's syndrome, essentially the main key details is the tics cannot be caused by, like, any substances. Um, They um, have to start before you're 18. They have to be there for at least a year, and um, you have to have both motor and vocal tics. Whereas, with chronic tic disorder, the same applies, except for um, you can only have motor or vocal tics. Woo. Okay, thank you. That's pretty interesting. Yes. And so, I had not previously heard of other specified tic disorder and unspecified tic disorder. But I've noticed that um, in the... In the um, criterias for all the tick disorders that are Tourette's, um, provisional slash chronic tick, pr- not pr- pr- not provisional persistent slash chronic motor or vocal tick disorders and provisional tick disorders. In order to have these disorders, these tics cannot be caused by a side effect of a substance or medication. Whereas um, with um other specified tick disorder. Um, it is often used when the symptoms do not meet the complete criteria for the diagnosis of another tic disorder. And so, um, and is also, um, commonly used when, um, the tics are caused by the side effect of a substance or, um, or a medication. But the, um... But the patient um that it does say, however, that the patient who is supposedly going to be diagnosed for other um specified tick disorder or unspecified tick disorder um they have to the ticks have to be causing them a certain level of distress or just causing them distress in general, and so I guess. Essentially what that would mean is um, the presentation of tics is quite significant in their life and it causes them ooh, difficulties with doing everyday tasks or things that um, interrupt with their like socializing or taking care of themselves ooh, or education or sort of things that are um, necessary or happen in your everyday life.
1: So I guess what I'm hearing you say is um, Tourette syndrome slash disorder and provisional tic disorder are more common, right? However, there are these other categories that are created so people who do have tics and are experiencing symptoms can have a diagnosis.
0: I don't know about the more common being of the Tourette's and persistent slash chronic and provisional tic disorder, but I do know that before I was doing my research, I did not know of other specified tic disorder and unspecified tic disorder, so it could possibly be less common, but then again, there are things that are quite common and not even known about, so, like that, like... There are more people who have tics than have Tourette's, because tics is just, again, the thing that happens, whereas Tourette's is a specific diagnosis. So it could be that it's just quite common, but it doesn't have much knowledge about it. Um, and honestly, I think that it's really important that these tic disorders are known, and that tic disorders aren't just known with the, like, with Tourette's being used as an umbrella term because that, that can be harmful because it's, like, as someone who's had to do this, it's it's really frustrating to, like, to say that you have essentially a, a condition that you don't have to get people to understand um what you're dealing with better because if I go, Oh, I have provisional tick disorder, or I have ticks, most of the time people aren't even going to know what I'm talking about. But if I go, Oh, I have Tourette's, or or I have something kind of like Tourette's, um, then the people automatically sort of understand because Tourette's has been like more popularized in the media.
1: Oh, I see where you're coming from.
0: Yes, yes, so. I do think that it's important to um, have people know the distinction and know that these other tic disorders exist um, so that just people who have um, tic disorders, we can like properly explain to you like the disorder that we do have and um, how there are differences because of course there are differences with these tic disorders um, some, like, the differences between, um, between provisional and, um, Tourette's, um, I believe the only difference is, um, the, I mean, there are two differences, but the only difference is essentially the amount of time that the tics have been occurring, whereas if you would have, um, persistent slash chronic tic disorder, um, you can, you would only have either vocal or motor tics, so, hmm. and it it might be easy to specify whether you had, were you whether you have vocal, um, chronic tic disorder or motor chronic tic disorder, so that people would know what type of things you have, and obviously, I know that it's going to be very difficult for people to just, like, know about every, like, disorder ever, but I just, I just hope that, like, people can learn more and so that it won't have to continue as, like, people saying, oh, I have Tourette's because they know that people will react negatively or be very confused or won't understand if they tell them their actual tic disorder diagnosis or that they have tics. Yeah.
1: It seems to me that you are giving people access to the language of tics and tic disorder and syndrome?
0: Yes, precisely. So, um, I can do many episodes if anybody wants where I specifically go s- symptom by symptom of every tick disorder, but, um, I, I believe I, I, I sort of said, like, the differences, the pretty much things that they have all in common except for otherwise specific, I mean other specified tick disorder and unspecified tick disorder is that um the ticks cannot be um a side effect of medication or substance. So that's what they all have in common except for as I mentioned the other specified tick disorder and unspecified tick disorder. And yeah, I mentioned similarities and the differences. Um and if you have any more questions, um you can um you can look up some websites. They um, there are quite a few that clearly explain the different tick disorders. Um, I certainly recommend doing that, especially um, if you have ticks, um, but you don't know very much about the tick disorders, or just you don't know very much about tick disorders and ticks in general. I would um, greatly suggest that. And yeah, thank you for listening.
1: Yeah, I think it would be really interesting to have more guests on the show who represent. Uh, these different
0: um... tick disorders? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let us know if um, you're somebody who has ticks and you'd like to be interviewed on our podcast. Um, you can always leave us a voice message via Anchor. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed. Goodbye. Bye.